Brooklyn, 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 Brooklyn. In the real world, Brooklyn, with cars and houses Brooklyn, and time, there lived two Bohemian housewives Brooklyn, with deep Midwestern roots. Then one day, they were airlifted and dropped into the middle of Crown Heights. These are their stories. Spread love, it's a Brooklyn way. Nice. That's what everybody chants at the Nets game. Oh, really? So I felt like, because we're going to be talking about that general space, hmm. the Barclays Center Atlantic Terminal today, I wanted to, to add a little bit of basketball. We, it's March. It's March Madness season. March so, Madness season. Yeah, it's happening. That's a ba- bastard trademark term, I believe. It is. And when we say that, we're not joking. We're not joking at no, all. My no, my dad trademarked the term <laughs> March Madness. <laughs> So I get to say it as much as I want, even though we sold it to the NCAA, so it actually belongs to them now, but... Are we going to get sued? Come at us. Come at us. Because you know who's going to come at us first? The Real Housewives franchise. (laughs) (laughs) So by the time you get to us, we're already fucked. We're already... We've been fucked. (laughs) We've been fucked. We've been fucked. (laughs) Is one of our mottos, one of our taglines. (laughs) And the other one... The art of hanging out you came up with last night yeah. was so perf. The art of hanging out. Yeah. That's what's going on. It's here. That is, instead of the five-paragraph essay that is our tagline, <laughs> we really just think we might just change it to right. the art of hanging out. Yeah, I think our description <laughs> is, like, aspirational. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, we are going to do that girl yeah. band episode well we kind of did oh yeah I mean, maybe it Listen. wasn't about bands but we like chantuses we did we chantuses did we did a little fair up well that's the same one but then we did a we've done girl we've done a, we did a chantuse episode was that also the well who cares <laughs> we're we are we we are aspirational we are visionary uh we are um clairvoyant we know what is coming. <laughs> we know what is coming. That's, That's right. why we included it in our five-paragraph essay. <laughs> That's right. Tagline. <laughs> so one of the things that happens when you get airlifted and dropped into Talk about Brooklyn yeah. is that <laughs> you try to find places that remind you of home. Yeah. And sometimes that can I'm be so like, you know, Roscoe's Pizza has Sprecher Root Beer on draft, and oh my God, that's like Milwaukee Brewery. And plus, it's fucking delicious. Right. So, like, that makes me there's feel one of those, or like, so deeply happy. There's by on Washington Avenue. There's a bar that serves Intelligentsia coffee, and mm-hmm. Intelligentsia is from Chicago. There's also roast. I think they roast it also in LA and San Francisco, but I think it started in Chicago. And that makes me so happy. The happiest girl. And then there are some places that are just chain stores. Yeah. And I do have to say that when I, the fact that you said you you search for things that remind you of home, I would go to Target at Atlantic Terminal, mm-hmm. where Becca and I went today, mm-hmm. and we're going to talk about what that Target is like in comparison to the rest of the Targets in, across the entire country, because it's vastly different. But I didn't care. 
about the shitstorm that is Brooklyn Target, it was the closest I could get to home in the other place like it, which was much more close to the vibe in Chicago, mm-hmm. except for the lines, is Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. I would just wander around Whole Foods and just be like, yes, I know this. Which one would you go to? Um, any number. Any, any in the city. And I mean, now there's the one in Brooklyn. I'll go there sometimes. But, um, more, you know, and I don't go there very often. But when I first got here, like if I was in Union Square, I'd be like, oh, right, I could just pop into Whole Foods and grab something. But once I got there, this sense of calm... Mm-hmm. Even though there's thousands, literally thousands of people in there yeah. at the same fucking time, yeah, it you're just the color scheme and the right. labels of the brands and everything. It's like, oh right, like this this could be Chicago, this could be Milwaukee, yeah. it could be you know. It's like, is it comfort? Is it like corporate brainwashing? What is that feeling? Well, I think of, it's it's like ease or something is how it is for me. Yeah, and even, I even if it's really crowded, it mm-hmm. feels like. Ah, uh, I'm just like falling back. I'm trust falling into Tr- target. Total trust fall. <laughs> I totally feel that. I think that it's corporate branding, brainwashing first, which leads to the fact that you could go. That that is like what, and and because it's also like a national. These are national chains, so like you can because you already depend on those chains for your stuff at your like home space. Mm-hmm. You have to go to a new home space, and you don't have to get to know Eddie at the butcher because you're like, I'm just going to go to Whole Foods, and it's like, oh right, because that's what I know, and that's what's whatever. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's but the the Brooklyn Target leaves a just I mean leaves so much to be desired for, and it also leaves a lot of shopping lists unfinished big time yeah so just to set things up let's talk about and like talk about how you came up with this idea too (laughs) well i i think i was just mentioning to you that after i go to therapy every other monday i go to target to buy cat food you guys i'm (laughs) it's so much fucking cat food i cannot believe that these (laughs) tiny little animals eat this much food there's going to be a picture on our Tumblr of Becca and all of her cat food for our Target visit. It's like... You guys, it's a lot of fucking cat food. It's like their one true joy in life. <laughs> they get so excited when the sun starts to go down because they know they get to eat their little fancy feasts. And so it's like, there's no way I can ever stop buying them their little fancy feasts because like, it's the happiest they are all day, little Contessa and Sylvia. And so... I've got to just go and buy this fancy feast, but you know, it's significantly more expensive at your local grocery store and I have been needing to save some money in life. And so I decided that I would start buying it from Target, which makes me like a crazy cat lady shopping at Target every other week because Because I go in there with like my, my bag that I brought from home, sturdy Brooklyn Industries bag. And I just, like, start grabbing these fancy feasts off the shelf and dumping them in my bag. I buy 30 of them at once. And that's – sometimes I buy other things if, like, there's something on my list or whatever. Like, today she got salted dark chocolate granola bars. (laughs) At the recommendation of Lauren. And 30 cans of cat food. And 30 cans of cat food. So it's like (laughs) I I just go on, like, my crazy cat lady errand at Target (laughs) – and then it's even worse once you get to the checkout line because most of the cashiers, like, won't just <laughs> count the cans and, like, scan one and do times 30 or whatever. I've had that happen to me once. And today she was kind of doing them in batches. But 
normally they scan every single one of these tiny little fancy feasts and so the person behind you in line is just like oh, oh my god I hate you crazy cat lady okay. you're taking so long with your little cans of cat food if I was behind you in line <laughs> and I wasn't your friend uh, I would be scathing yeah and I would likely make it known to you mm-hmm. I would definitely like be sighing and like possibly call someone on the phone to yeah. let them know that I was in front of someone that yeah. needed fucking 30 cans of cat food I know but to see you doing it it's a joy I mean I just I put it all in my Brooklyn Industries, Industries bag and then I just turn my bag upside down and dump she it did. onto that's what the, she does <laughs> I dump it onto the what's it called the conveyor belt the conveyor belt thank you and uh <laughs> and you know, then I carry it home with my own two feet and my sore ass shoulders, and so. This and you're l- a good mom. I'm a good mom who's maybe sacrificing, sacrificing, sacrificing too much. It is to, the plight of motherhood to now. save a few bucks. But um, and then you were saying like, why don't you just get this delivered to your house? Right. And I said, which is true that I have, like, a carbon footprint guilt thing about that. Like, yeah. if Amazon just delivered... I'm not even sure it would be cheaper, but if Amazon just delivered my cat food, right. I might feel... Or Target. Or Target yeah. did it. I might feel... Yeah. Um, right, Target delivers. Yeah. Or they ship things. So yeah. yeah. Um, I would feel like I was contributing to the waste of the world and the world's destruction, which is upon us anyway. So mm-hmm. maybe Which led matter. me to say to Becca, Becca, come on, the earth is over. <laughs> <laughs> I said, let's, let's all just recognize that there's nothing we can fucking do at this point. I know that that's not true, you guys. I, please, I, that's not how I actually live my life. But there are some things where I, like, I would likely, if it was the same price, I would likely have it shipped. But we didn't, but we also talked about this nice, like, I do like, like, a ritual errand Mm -hmm. that has to happen every certain amount of time. Yeah. And you have to, like, prepare for it and plan for it and think about it. Like, it does, you know, as much as, you know, my first tattoo is the Chinese character for free spirit. And (laughs) as much as I have lived and died by that, by when I found it, which was when I was 16. I really love a schedule, mm-hmm. and I really thrive in one. And I reject it every single possible time one is presented to me, or I present myself with one. But it is truly my like that is my sweet spot. Yeah. I need to write as. It, and yeah. we're also talking about becoming adults. I mean, that's another thing. Right. That's that is another thing. And I think part of a, the way I am trying to actively trying to become an adult is by doing things more on routines and schedules. So that's part of sure. it. And also Monday, you know, like I said, I was coming from therapy, like I do my errands, I try to like make some food for the week. It's like my day when I take care of shit. So it's like all part of that. And I get a walk. Yeah. You know, I get to yeah. walk a bunch by doing that errand. Yeah, that's great. Instead of just sitting on my ass yeah. and waiting for the UPS dude to bring yeah. me some cat food. And you know what? I had to carry that up two flights exactly. of stairs Fuck anyway. It. So whatever. You know, I think that it's true. It's like this, I, I've always thought we were talking about this at lunch today and we are going to give a play by play. It wasn't a feminist field trip, but it was a field trip of sorts. Um, <laughs> it wasn't but, a feminist field trip yet. Yes. <laughs> until we did it. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll but, see what we can find. Yeah. We're going to find a lot, I'm sure. But we, when we were sitting there, we were talking about being like what it, these er- ritual errands or yeah. whatever, like general schedule stuff or being adults and like, we were both saying that, you know, to me, the greatest failure one could ever 
undergo was becoming an adult. Like that yeah. was off the table. You cannot do that. And there's certain ways that, you know, you reject that and you rally against it and you do things in different, that are so, you know, which is so teenager. Like, I'm just going to do this in a different way yeah. because it's not the way that everyone says is easiest. And then it's like, you get to a point where you realize like, actually that other easier, more mainstream way is so much more like uplifting or doesn't take as much time or doesn't require so much thought process or whatever. And to, and actually falling into that or falling in line, even I'm like, I'm rejecting myself saying all this right now. Anyway, Mm -hmm. like, no, I'm a radical. I I do (laughs) things differently, but it's like having a schedule and be, and we also have careers that allow us to some have not a nine to five, mm-hmm. you know, in an office at a, by eight fifteen a.m. We leave at six. Like right. we both are in, you know, we're they have different. And I'm not even finishing that thought before I get onto this one. Is that I really love Monday as a self care day mm-hmm. because everybody else fucking hates Mondays because they have mm-hmm. to go to their bullshit offices that they're really really understandably sad to be at. And so I there's I feel like Mondays have such a dual energy of like fresh start new beginning we all we get four of these every month like Mm -hmm. how wonderful but there's also this like dread like such like I remember Sunday nights at my dad's house it was like you can't don't talk too loud the Sunday everybody gets mad so like I feel like it is a night it's one of the luxuries of having an uncertain artistic career Mm -hmm. or (laughs) livelihood is that you can make Mondays into sort of a self-care but still just as serious as a nine-to-five job. You know, take care yeah. of your stuff. Right, yeah. Like, yeah. some people have a case of the Mondays, and I just have a case of 30 cat You have foods. a literal case of cat food. <laughs> a case in, of cat in, food in, in my bag. <laughs> <laughs> and that's my deal. So, And, uh, yeah, so I'm sure we'll keep touching on this, yeah. but just, like, brief thoughts on becoming an adult, having a routine. I mean, first of all, for me, it's inevitably bound up with, you know, when did you sell out? When did you sell out? When did you give up? When did you give up? And it's like, there's something about, like, doing things in a normal... Yes. Like, my adolescent resistance is, like, there's something about, like, doing things, like, the way everybody else does in a normal way that, like, feels like you gave up on life. Absolutely. (laughs) I completely relate. You gave up on the creative potential of life to be something that you can make it. And of course, like, the reality is it's really, really hard to make your life into what you want. Unless you just have, like, a ton of money and a ton of talent and drive and whatever else. You know, like, it's really hard. It's just hard to be a person. It's really hard to be a person. It is. Yeah. But, like, in the little ways that you can make it your own within, like, the really overwhelming, burdensome structures that yeah. you are under. It it can be a good thing and you can you can grow up and keep having fun. Exactly. Well and I think we were talking about this last night. <laughs> I like, think one of my poems ends with that. <laughs> I was like, I'm quoting myself again. Oops. <laughs> Listen, I think that's completely, completely necessary on occasion because it's really cheesy, girl but can it's true. write a poem, it's you guys. It's really cheesy, but it's true. No, I and I think that also it's like it is, it's I think that in the the effort it takes to be contrary. And I feel again like my dad probably said similar thing. The, the word contrary, I was like, "Am I sitting on a couch in 1992 right now?" Like I was like, "But I think that the effort it takes to be contrary for some of these very simple things, 
that feel like it's an adult thing if you do it in a schedule or you do it at a time or like I mean I let's I'll be honest like sometimes I, I still I'll get a national you know my gas bill and it's mm-hmm. 22 bucks and it's like okay great that's easy mm-hmm. 22 dollars that's fine pay the bill I don't pay it because I'm like it's fucking 22 dollars who cares mm-hmm. they'll just pay they'll bill me next month and it will be 44 and whatever okay fine but then what happens is your neighbors send you a text saying the gas collector is here and we refuse to let them in because they're dope as hell yeah. neighbors. I had a glass of wine with them last night. They're wonderful. But <laughs> really? and because they found my credit card and they're like they're like she Janice from Wisconsin. Yeah. And Mike is from New York. They met at UW Madison. Oh Mike was a professor there. She was a student. They're both in like media producers, directors. They're t- so they do great work, and they're, they're the super ones that live left downstairs on the bottom floor. The yeah. Bottom, yeah, they're very left wing. They to- we were talking all about like Wisconsin last night, just and like, what? oh, it's just they're they're the they're the best. So, and now I'm off. T- now I can't remember what I was saying. So, oh right, because Mike, because he's a, a radical and awesome, he was like, I don't know who lives in this building. I'm not letting you into my building to to go knock on one of my neighbor's doors? Absolutely not. And, like, so they yeah. text me, like, you got to call the gas company. Like, they're coming for you. So that, And I text back, like, oh, right, I need to pay that. Like, cool. And they showed up the next day, and I think I was probably the only person in the history of a gas collector who was like, oh, I'm so happy to see you. Like, how much do I owe you? <laughs> yeah. Because it's not that I didn't want to pay it. It's just that I didn't. Now, would it have been easier if I just did what I'm supposed to do and pay the bill right away it's 20 it's not like I couldn't pay the 22 bucks yeah but it's those things that I used to feel empowered by like I do it different I do it uh-huh. I I'm fly by the seat of my pants and like yeah but really like the stress that that creates is not fly by the seat of your pants at all in fact right. paying it on time and not having to having to think about it by the way I need to pay my parking bill um <laughs> she's writing herself but now um yeah, like it and just also, makes life easier. That's also like why they invented auto pay. Yeah, well, exa- well so exactly. Well, exactly. Don't, you even just have have to don't even have to think, think about it. But like, it. why not just sign up for it then, Lauren? Do you know what I mean? Like, just sign up for auto pay. Do yourself a big favor. I'm gonna go ahead and do that. Just so I it's out. That. It's out yeah. of your face. Thank you. That's why I. That's how I became an adult with bills. Finally, because I was always <laughs> like, oh my god, but what if there's no money in my account and the auto pay hits? That's and what like, I felt. What's gonna happen? That's I'm how just I gonna feel. be broke. And you know what? The chances of that happening are, in most cases, much slimmer than you think. Because everything's just happening at a regular yeah. schedule, so you got your monthly budget, right. you kind of know what's up right. and how much you can spend, and it's just kind of coming yeah. through. Auto pay. I, I, I do, do, I do some adult. auto pay It's and like some being an adult not. without having to think about like, it at It's all. my kind of That's adulthood. That's great. Absolutely. Adulthood. Yeah. So, speak, so, so we're talking last night. We hadn't seen each other in a long time, and I was... It, I was, I was I was in a different space. I could barely even put sentences together. I was so tired. But Becca came over because I we just we needed to see each other, and we were so excited to do so. We both had errands to run at Atlantic Terminal, and Atlantic Terminal is on the corners of like Flatbush, Fourth Avenue, and Atlantic Avenue in Brooklyn. And handsome places, handsome up in places there, there too. Important, yeah. yeah, big big one too. <laughs> totally, although very a small street out of the. The four, that, the three that I just mentioned are massive streets. So Becca's <laughs> dropping in like the tiny little one that goes through it, but that's good. Handsome place. So it includes like the Target, a Chuck E. Cheese, an Applebee's. Wait, where's the Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah, dude. I've always seen the sign, but never actually it's, seen it's, it. I think it's next to one of the places that we were up at tonight. We went. We we had lunch at Buffalo Wild Wings, B Dub Threes. There's a Victoria's Secret. There's a Mac kiosk. 
for makeup. There's a Bath and Uniqlo. Body Works. There's a Uniqlo. There's a Mandy, which we don't really know what it is. <laughs> there's a Marshalls. There's a DSW. Like it's a, but it's really ugly. The inside and the outside mm-hmm. is horrifyingly, disgustingly ugly. Yeah, it's like kind of a mall kind of like the but Beverly terrible. Center <gasps> isn't it sort of like the Beverly yeah. Center I mean the Beverly Center is, is a little bit of a real pretty. mall well the inside is at least prettier yeah but this is like janky Beverly Center yeah and, and much smaller than the Beverly Center mm-hmm. but still like trying hard to be a mall and mm-hmm. I think has been trying harder as of late I think New it's Uniqlo. about to become a real mall yeah. actually even if there's going to be because big now stores. Barclays is happening yeah and the Barclays is directly across the street there's serious shopping to be had yeah, right now that there's a basketball <laughs> arena <laughs> yeah weird so I had to buy my crazy cat lady food right and, and I needed these <laughs> new bras that honoring our sister Caitlin Hammond got me on this Victoria's Secret body by Victoria tip and holy shit you guys they're very comfortable. Okay. Changed my size too. I was I always thought I was a thirty six C, but I'm a thirty four C. The strap is like down here where it like look at where my strap is right now. Yeah, and it's meant to be like down in the middle of right. your back. It's supposed to be lower. Yeah. yeah, and it's like oh my god, they're so comfortable. Yeah, I'm very. I've I've always thought that Victoria's Secret is a bunch of bullshit. Really? So I never participate. Okay, I'm gonna have to. But so. There's a lot of, and so that was my thing. And yeah, you had, so you had some bra shopping to do. Yeah. By the way, I was impressed that you bought three bras at once. Oh, yeah. You just went for it. I'm not, because I'm not going back in there. Give me three. Are you yeah. kidding? Yeah. That was and a you nightmare. Just, you went in and out, right. Maybe it's because it was a nightmare. Oh, yeah, I'm prepared. I've never seen anyone <laughs> shop for bras so fast. And yeah, I was like, you where's like, this one? Here's my yeah. size. I want it in black. I want it in nude. Hand it over. Three of them. Go to the checkout line. This one's dirty. I went and got you another one. Because you're a champion. And And we were out. First of all, it smells gross. Second of all, there's terrible music playing. And third of all, it smells gross. Like, I can't... It smells like the mall. I mean, so much... Teenage dreams. So much of this, yeah, is just about, like, trying to figure out your teenage feelings. And like, You're right. so if anything, much about it. If, if, if anything I'm feeling while I'm in Atlantic Terminal is like actually <laughs> applicable to the present moment, or if I'm just like awash in the <laughs> smells of Victoria's Secret and Bath and Body Works, which we did cruise through just to smell. Just to smell it. And, and, and we did take one photo. And we were on our way out after you had, you had tried like Summer Lawn or something no, like that. Notice that <laughs> Summer Lawn. It was endless summer. Endless summer. But I didn't put it on my body. Are summer you kidding? Summer would no. probably Disgusting. smell better. Okay, so we just smelled endless summer. And um, and then you said, this Bath and Body Works actually doesn't make me want to gag as yeah. much as the average. And then we kind of looked around and we realized there there's were a, two entrances. Yeah, there's one a cross ventilation. Straight, straight to the street. So they've got a really good cross breeze yeah. in that Bath and Body Works at Atlantic Terminal Center. What's the difference? We need to get to that. So anyway, just heads up. There's a good tip for you if you want to go to Bath and Body Works without some- gagging. Try that but one. like, but then you're gonna go there and buy something that you put on your body that makes you gag. Yeah. Gross. That place is gross, you guys. Um, there's also, well, so in, oh right, well, and the, the one of my things that I really am excited about talking about is that so we met at Target. Right. We were gonna meet at Target. We had different plans of, of where to meet, but it turns out that one of my favorite places on the planet has 
closed. It's okay because there's another location two blocks away, so I'm fine. But so we were going to meet there and get chocolate almond croissants and, ca- and coffee, but we didn't. And so we met in the sunglass section of the Brooklyn Target. Right, because I asked where should we <laughs> meet, and Lauren said sunglass section. I said, I don't even know what that is. I turned around and I saw it. And it turns out that every time you go to Target, you get a new pair of sunglasses. I or often, almost, I, almost. I always look yeah. to make sure that there's nothing that I need. Yeah. Because sometimes they're like $12 and... So speaking of rituals, like you have shopping oh rituals God. like that are a lot more fun than mine. I have, <laughs> to, I mean, I could do, I could do my own podcast. Yeah. A, like I'm talking a podcast series about shopping rituals. I have, I mean, I am a... I have, and I come, my my mother, no, please, you guys, I, it's, I can't even, yeah. I'm a very serious shopper. I know exactly how to get it done. Yeah. And but, how to have fun doing it. Yeah. I enjoy it. I love shopping. When people say that they don't like it, I'm just sort of like, well, that's weird. Because you get to go try on all these fun things and come up with fantasy ideas of how you're going to like wear them or use them. Are you joking? Like, yeah. if you go into like a formerly, former business radio shack, like all of a sudden you could be like you know, have an entire record collection, like, just looking at the, like, record player, like, you get a radio, and you're, like, listening to, like, faraway DJs. Wait, what are you listening. talking about? That's what you do at radio shows? No, I'm just saying, like, there's so many different, <laughs> like, if you don't like shopping, like, what do you mean? You could, like, you could try something on I and, mean, like, have a different life I don't really like. I don't really like shopping. Ugh. And... <laughs> I don't think I ever thought that you did, though. I don't know if that shocks me. Like, I don't right. know if I ever was like, that Becca. I think I maybe, down. like, I dislike shopping less than I used to. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm never just like, I want to go shopping. I feel like like shopping, like, fulfills no deep sure. need for me at all. And all of that fantasy stuff for me is, like, um, I don't know, like it just, like I just don't feel drawn to that at all. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't like do anything for me really. But maybe that's because like I never have any money. (laughs) Maybe maybe if I had money to spend on shopping, it would be like a whole different world. The greatest thing of all time. Let me ask you this though. Did you play a lot of pretend when you were a kid? Yeah. Like Mm -hmm. all the time? No, but I... Oh, but you also had... Here's the thing. I'm just... Sorry that I just cut you off, but I'm going to continue doing it. Um... In this moment, not forever. Do it. Um, but I was an only child till I was 10. So my, like, the way that I played was alone by myself all the time. And it was constant pretend. Constant. Per, you know, imaginary brothers and sisters, imaginary best friends, different languages. Like, I was in a actual different universe to what, like, and many different universes on a day. And I think that... There is a major part of shopping in my life because my mom and I have done so much of it together. Yeah, it was in, like in it as a bonding. Part of yes, your absolutely. Like, hey, want to go shop? Like, and it wasn't necessarily always buying something, but it was definitely like looking at things and what do we like and what do we not like and you know what style is cool and what style. Like, it was that was definitely that you know that's sort of the impetus of it, I guess. But but yeah, it is a part of my life, and I think also this playing pretend as a little girl was a big yeah, girl, get it was a big is a big part of how I can like still enjoy shopping even if I'm not buying anything or you know I'm just sort of like yeah seeing what cool trends are out and what I, okay if there was okay look at this wall on this rack if you could pick one thing or if you had to pick one thing cuz it's all terrible what do you choose yeah you know those kind of games 
But so, yeah, so I do like to shop and I like to get, look at all sorts of different sunglasses yeah. when I'm at Target. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it sounds fun. I just like, um, I guess I just never really cared about that stuff. Or like maybe I did care for like a brief time sure. when I was a teenager because I was trying to like find all the craziest clothes with like feathers and leopard print on them and yeah. stuff because that's what I was up to as a teenager. <laughs> And, yeah, I guess, like, when I lived in L.A., I would go to Melrose all the time in college, and, like, that was part of... Oh, fun. I love love shopping at Melrose. Like, they just had, like, the wackiest shit, like, at those stores on Melrose, and I would just, like, try to buy weird stuff all the time. So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it just used to be a bigger part of my life than it is now, and it does have to do with being a teenager once again. Whereas, like, yeah, like, when I was a teenager, I was really trying to, like push the envelope right and now right I just don't have that much investment in that anymore yeah yeah Yeah. I mean I don't really go on my own like I mean unless it's Target or like H&M or something but I don't really like go out for the day to shop do you know what I mean like that's not something unless I'm with my mom or my sisters but so we went to Target I got I got so many more things than I ever anticipated. I got a yeah. I got a um, extension cord. I got Velcro for my mirror because I want to try to hang it. <laughs> you want to say what that means? And um, <laughs> I got um, some aluminum foils, a ream of paper. Um, I got some black nail polish because that's the mood I'm in. Mm-hmm. I got what else did I get? I don't remember. I think that's 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 maybe it. We did look at some Nate Burke's pillows that we both really liked. Yeah, those were nice. Maybe you should get that pillow. I know, but the thing is, is then it would kind of take over for the red pillow, mm-hmm. and it's sort of the same. Is that red? I thought it was orange. Orangey red, yeah. It's like the dress. It is. Oh, the hashtag the dress. What did Everybody, you see? Blue and black. I saw white and gold, and then it switched. Then it flipped on me. Wow. Yeah. No, I was. I. I cannot. It's. Tr- it's interesting. Like. I've really, even I've read the things, I'm like, oh, it's like a shadow thing. That's what they're talking about. They think it's in a, in darkness or something. Like, okay, tr- can I see? And I can't even, with that knowledge, I can't see it as white and gold. Yeah. It's wild. No, I can't, like, train myself to see it either way. Like, my brain just flipped it on me. Yeah. Like I, Wow. Yeah. And it was, like, five minutes later, you know, it wasn't, like, in different light or on a different yeah. device or anything like that. And... I've I've heard from a bunch of other people where this has happened too, and I, Interesting. I don't know. That's what part, happened. That's part of the dress. That this is, yeah, it flips on you. It sometimes. flips. Yeah. It flips. Typical. Yeah. Typical dress perception. What yeah. is it? What Who is it? Who? What is life? What is life? What Who is love? Yeah. All those things. So, so we went to Target. We went to Vicky's Secret. Mm-hmm. We. Did a flyby Uniqlo, right? But I was mad. Oh, because I was mad at Becca because <laughs> because we had a different idea yeah. of what this might be. Yeah, of what this adventure and was going to be. I like. So you had talk stick, about it. Yeah. So my idea of field trip Atlantic Center Terminal <laughs> was that we had to actually do what we were planning to do on our errands that day, and just like see what it what it's like to accompany each other on our errands. And Lauren's idea... I had a different idea, and my idea was more grandiose and, to me, more exciting and less grounded in reality. Um, I wanted I wanted sort of a mall madness experience. I wanted Becca and I to 
and if anyone, if if you know what I'm talking about, there was a game called Mall Madness. Did you have it? No, but I did. I, I remember. I did. It yeah. was so awesome. I, but I wanted Becca and I to literally like spend eight hours at Atlantic Terminal. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to go. I wanted to do like like photo document the entire thing. I wanted to like choose, you know do things like okay on this wall what do we choose and choose like games through the whole thing of like mm-hmm. go into Bath and Body Works we have to choose what we would actually choose or I'd go into this and but or Lauren, go wait I'm not even done with my dream and vision yet okay fine do you want to say it fine you can just real quick I want to say like that's how you just described that you actually shop like it is the same thing for you. It's just shopping for me is like, eh, whatever, get it over with, buy a shit well, no, ton of not, cat food. no, I would never shop at... And, but you just said that shopping for you is like this big fantasy game thing. Yeah, well, this is true. You are, I understand so, the connection okay. you're saying, but what I'm saying is, yeah, I wanted to go have... I didn't want to live a two-hour errand run. I wanted the Real Housewives of Bohemia to have a mall adventure. Mm-hmm. Because I guess, and maybe this is a teenage dream, mm-hmm. because I haven't... I have not been in a mall. First of all, Atlantic Terminal is not a fucking mall. Like, it's like, you know, it's a mall. I mean, they have stores. But, like, when was the last time you were in a actual mall? Yeah, it's like, been a while. Like, you used to go in as a teenager or a middle mm-hmm. schooler, like, constantly, right? Like, that was the whole deal. So I did sort of, because we both relate so much to our teenage identities, I was sort of like, oh, my God, how fun. We're going to spend, like, all day at the worst mall in the country <laughs> that has the absolute worst options of places to go, and we're going to, like, eat terrible food, and we're going to, like, an Auntie Anne's pretzel, and we're going to, like, like I, yes, there was a fantasy about it, but it was not a fantasy of, like, how I actually shop, because it's very, they truly, I mean, maybe it's under the same umbrella, but, like, what I had visioned was this, like, Real Housewives of Bohemia take Atlantic Terminal. Like, <laughs> yes. and, and, the, yeah. and so I, was, I wasn't I was mad. I was just disappointed because Becca was like, we actually have a couple things that we need to do and we don't have, like, all day to do it. And I was, I threw so much shade last night. I was like... Well, because of your schedule, I mean... I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but sorry, but like I'm you looking have a show out for or you. Something. <laughs> I think you have a show or something. Oh, that's so funny! Um, oh my god. Well, this is this is reminding me too of. Uh, oh, I'm punching Becca's leg right now. <laughs> this is reminding. I just pulled my own book. Here she goes <laughs> from over. Here, here, she, here I go again. But I'm not quoting myself this time. I'm quoting Andy Warhol. But well, in your own poem. In this is an epigraph okay. to oh, a section epigraph. of my book and um this is Andy Warhol okay it's a little conversation so it's between B and A do you want me to be one of them um yes you're B so you go first okay (laughs) (laughs) thank you that's okay okay I wanted to make a film that showed how sad and lyrical it is for those two old ladies to be living in these rooms full of newspapers and cats you shouldn't make it sad. You should just say, this is how people today are doing things. <laughs> Shut up, you're such a jerk. <laughs> <laughs> because, so, <yeah>. anyways, like, <laughs> I guess what I'm saying is, like, there's, there's, and, like, this kind of what I'm writing my dissertation on, whatever, blah, blah, blah. There's something in, like, the, the mentality yes. of the yes. trip yeah. that, like, I find really interesting no, and, and, I and like appealing. It. I think it's, and honestly, it is more... Like, I tend to, and this is also, I mean, talk about, like, when, this, for me, goes back to, like, scheduling and being an adult and stuff. Like, I tend to go to that place for everything. Like, yeah. oh, oh, it's going to be a, 
oh, we're going to sit down and, you know, write a poem together. Like, oh, no, it's going to be an anthology. Let's contact 75 different people. Should we do that? Okay, great. And then it never, like, and then it actually never happens. And so, like, it was, and it was true. Like, we, we do, I think, the Real Houses of Bohemia live in the gray space between fantasy and reality. Ooh. But I did like, because it was true, it's like, no matter what we do, when we're together, and this is, I want you to talk about the gifts we give each other in one second, <laughs> but when we're together, and we're even when we're not recording, it's pretty much just like this. Like, we really are kind of like talking about yeah. being teenagers, being feminists, just like laughing a lot having so so much fun just so it is true that we can go do mundane errands and have an adventure which we completely did and we you got to talk about gifts and then we also have to we got to we got to get to <laughs> Wait the... but hold on I have a question what is the difference between Atlantic Center and Atlantic Terminal Well I think Atlantic Terminal might be cuz well I think there's the two things Yeah cuz they're se- they're connected by a bridge Skywalk. over hand <laughs> <laughs> Yes, they're connected by a skywalk Thanks. over Hanson Place. So you've got all oh. the Hanson Place skywalk terminology uh, down. Apparently that's a, an important part of it for me. Yeah, yeah. that is. I feel yeah. like maybe the terminal is where the trains are. Mm. That's, I think, why they call it Atlantic Terminal is because the LIRR is there and the um, subway is there. But the other one maybe is, I don't know. I think that maybe they've changed it, though, because... Okay. I thought maybe Atlantic Center was the one that's, like, above the, the trains. Eye. No. Oh. Oh, yeah, 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 right. Yes. Sorry, uh, yeah. Atlantic you... Terminal is the one above the trains yes. with the Target and everything. Then Atlantic Center is across the skywalk. I think that that is might that be... I, you, totally. I think that could be what it is. Okay. But I think that they should just call it all one thing because it is connected yeah. by a skywalk. We also haven't talked yet about why that Target is the worst Target. Oh, right, and we also haven't talked about William and... Our meal, right? The meal will finish. We haven't, like, we haven't there's even a lot. gotten to we Buffalo Wild Wings. We did. We went to Buffalo Wild Wings. Yes, yeah. And 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 I guess okay. I'm just going to talk about the gifts really quick so I get it out. Becca said yesterday when we were being wildly hilarious and and nailing some a couple of topics that are very Bohemian housewifery topics. But Becca said, and I was like, we should be recording. And Becca said, no, no, this is one. This is a this is a special gift that we give each other <laughs> that we get get to keep just between the two of us. <laughs> and she knew that I wasn't going to be okay with anything less than a gift. Like I think that that like the terminology, like no, this is a gift, Lauren. This because I would have been like, no, we should be recording this. <laughs> but it's like, oh no, this is a special little present that we give each other. So thank you for yeah. tr- making that term. Do you think we just gave our listeners? FOMO. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, do you think that we just gave our listeners too much information? <laughs> TMI? <laughs> or FOMO. Or FOMO. Okay. Okay. Um, if we had a Twitter and you guys, we need those emails. <laughs> but if we had a Twitter, we would ask you right now to either hashtag FOMO or hashtag, um, what was the other T- one? TMI. TMI. Yeah. Oh, speaking of emails, we got an email oh, from one God. Annie Claver who responded to the call for now defunct mm. blogs yeah, from did. the early 2000s. She did. So check out Annie's blog, Bethlehem Steel. I believe it's just bethlehemsteel.blogspot.com. If that's wrong, I'm sorry, but it wasn't included in the email, so I'm just kind of <laughs> riffing right now. Anyway... 
You'll find it. You're gonna Bethlehem find it. Steel was a Listen, company. Listen, there's only one. A company that my grandpa worked for, and Annie lifted that, <laughs> named her blog after it, and, you know, just really um, took it to the limit. Bethlehem Steel, now defunct somewhere out there in the dregs of the internet. Talk about carbon footprints. Watch out. <laughs> no, actually, I'm saying this for a reason. One of our re- listeners, Ryan, out there in the Bay, um... He, What's up, Ryan? <laughs> he reminded me that our Haiku Yuku blog that I mentioned last time is still going. And, you know, it's just taking up space. It's just taking up memory. And I don't really know how this stuff works, but apparently, like, websites that just sit there defunct many years later, like, take up energy in the world. Like, I've never even thought about this and now my brain is melting. I don't and know. now I'm just always going to walk to Target and back again. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> twenty 30, minutes yeah. each way. It's good for me. It's good for the world. So tell, give five reasons why Target Brooklyn is terrible. Never has the thing you're looking for. Never is what? the biggest part of it. Like, does not restock to the extent. Of like Ever. you were there two weeks ago, because yep. yes, yes, yes. I go every two weeks, <laughs> and so it's like I was there two weeks ago, and not only do you not have the thing, but you ne- you don't have the thing in the exact same arrangement that you didn't have it two weeks ago, which tells me that you just simply have not done anything to check your inventory or restock because everything looks the same. Everything's like everything that is there is like in the same position. Yeah. It's just there's a giant gaping hole of the thing I'm missing yep. and need, and um, that's the biggest thing for me. I think that that's the biggest thing for me as well, Yeah, and I think that my experience is less of a giant gaping hole, but more of an experience of every other option under... Like, for example, I use Toms of Maine, Calendula, which I like to call Candelula, Deodorant. (laughs) You guys, literally, I've been calling it Candelula for years. It has a ring to it. And I said that to, like, farmer friends who, like, (laughs) do, like... Get the fuck off this farm! (laughs) Get out of here! They were like, Candelula! Getting back to the land! What the fuck is Candelula? back to the city! So, I want my Candelula deodorant, and... There will be lavender, lemongrass, <laughs> mountain view, no scent, rose scent, wood really spice. Nice. Like, literally, I'm telling you, orange zest. Like, there's every single flavor you could ever think of, except for candle Flavor. That's, that's another <laughs> thing. Nasty. That's <laughs> Scents flavor sometimes. Yep, so that's, but it is, it's always a matter of not being restocked, being very unorganized. Yeah. Having zero help or staff that is willing to help at all under any circumstances. Yeah. Okay, so that's my second. My third is it's dirty as fuck. Yeah. And it's so unorganized. Like, even when you're in the section of, like, the shirts aren't all together. Like, when you walk into a Target in, you know, a suburb of whatever, it's, like, clean as ever. Like, this is, like, you can see the lollipop residue from like kids of yore. 
Totally. Right? Totally. Like, that shit is the grossest place that there has ever been to the point where I wrap a scarf around the um, the cart push lick part and then put it in the Oh, is that laundry. why you were just holding everything? Yeah, like, when you were like, do you want a cart? Arms. Do you want a thing? Do you want a thing? And I was like, yeah. no, I'm not touching one of those disgusting... Oh. And I'm not even a germaphobe. No, I know. It's yeah. so gross in there. Yeah. So that's three reasons. Four reasons is they never have enough lanes open and there's always too many people and, and everybody... And then the fourth one is that... I think that a lot of people are there, it's during the day, and they're like, it's their break or something, so they're walking really (laughs) slow. Everybody just is like chilling at the Target, and I can't handle it. Oh, man. Although, I will say something. I'm just going to say this. Yeah. I used to drive my car there, park in the garage, smoke a bowl, (laughs) Go upstairs and spend two to three hours in Target yeah. when I first moved here. Yeah. Because I was so alone and so away from home. Yeah. That I would li- I would need to like go- literally be in a fantasy place yeah. that was the grounded space was Target. Yeah. I did that. I no longer do that, but I was doing That's that when really I first nice. got here. It was Aww. it was like I-, I would just be like you know what I got to run to Target oh fun and then I'd like get excited because I knew that I got to spend like two and a half hours like stoned at Target going through the aisles. Right. It's so dumb, but it really it was one of my and that Target too. And so I'm endeared to it, but it is the absolute worst. Yeah, right. It can be like a total stoner nightmare as well as a stoner sure. fantasy. Sure. So it's, <laughs> so it's actually pretty admirable that you did that. Thank you. And I think that's a great way to cope with <laughs> transition. And, You're so uh, supportive. Thank you. <laughs> some people would be like, do you need to help? <laughs> I mean, whatever. Who cares? They call it retail therapy for yeah, a Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And did you buy things on those trips, or was it mostly just about the wand? Oh, I my entire car would be full, but it would be like <laughs> it would be like I had you know oh we're out of toilet paper and paper towel and and I need some more toothpaste. And the other thing that I was would do at that point was because I would go on these long runs is I would buy multi, like four toothpastes at the same time so mm-hmm. that I didn't have to like go back. That's smart. Yeah. And I have this Tupperware that lives under my bed that I call the drugstore. Yeah. So I would be like, oh, check in the drugstore. I'm sure there's stuff in there. Yeah. That's so yeah, I would do, so, but I wouldn't, you know, it, as we said, a clearance pillow is hard to deny. So you're like would, a mom. Yeah. That's like what moms do. Yeah. I know. They just like talk fill about Tupperwares with toothpaste from Target. So the kids can, I know, listen, Aww. no wonder I've, it's taken me so long to become an adult is because like my go-to space is like caretaker, like like make sure that everything like no I of course I needed to be against the grain and rebel is because I have a Tupperware under my bed called the drugstore oh Lauren <laughs> you are your own mom <laughs> and I That's do have you know you became an adult I'm you becoming your I'm own mom. taking care of myself and I've only been able to do it because I have such an incredible mom who has who doesn't have like tar- she she's got every single thing you ever would need but she yeah. doesn't she really does if you're traveling with you're like hey mom like what do I am I I've got a headache she's like okay here's 17 different options oh yes I never took that off just found a little crane barrel tag on the champagne glass um so last but not least we went to a place called B B W threes B B B W threes and like growing up in Milwaukee people called it B W threes 
people call it B-dubs, B-33. Yeah, I only what. was introduced to it in Madison, but yeah. In Madison. Um, and apparently here... People don't know what that means. I didn't think that they did because I called it B dubs, like either B dubs or BW threes to multiple people, and nobody knew what the fuck it was. But they knew what Buffalo Wild Wings was, and I was like, "Is that a Madison term? Like, is that what Madisonians call this place?" Like, you know what? I think that just means that they've never actually been there. Well, shame on them <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> it is a fine establishment. And you guys, I'm a I've been a vegetarian for fifteen and a half years. And you know what? You walk right in, and it's Oof. really dark, and you don't know what to expect and then they take you right up to this gigantic ass round table <laughs> in the bright winter sun with all this dripping melting snow, snow outside and you're just like uh what light there is here mm-hmm. in BW3s you could see six televisions and I could see 11 yeah i did a test where i didn't move my body i only swiveled my <laughs> <laughs> Field report. I um, I didn't move my body. I only swiveled <laughs> my neck. <laughs> Clearly, I have a more scientific approach to the field trips. <laughs> I'm gathering empirical evidence, <laughs> and uh, I could see six televisions. Some of them very tiny. Some of them sure, like, there were what's small ones. the point? Right. What is the point? This yeah. television is just for me. It's for a single person. Right. I'm the only one. You know what they do with it? They they play the game that six people in the entire 400 person place wants to see, so that like on one little screen, someone can check in and see what's going on with their team and wherever. I bet that's what those ones are for. Right. They get the shitty things, the golf tournament when it's a big football day or something. You know. You're smart. I think that's exactly what's going on. For me, it was just. Too much to take in, so I, I didn't really look, except when we were posing for a picture, then I did look. Um, what did I order? A, like, bu- uh, buffalito, uh, buffalito or something, yeah. which is basically like a taco with buffalo chicken, and we got some fried cheese curds in honor of Wisconsin. Mm, they were good. And I got a cider. I got a Moscow Mule, which I I can share this information. Um, Two things. First is that um, uh, Moscow Mules are actually how vodka was introduced into the United States, I understand. Actually, you know who told me that was um, um, Coach Garrett of the... Dallas Cowboys, the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys, <laughs> told me really that. weird. Lauren. I know, and I wanted to tell you that because that's he's the one. We were having Moscow Mules together, and he's the one who told me um, that that's how they were introduced to. The, Is he a trustworthy guy? I mean, yeah, totally. Does very good history? guy. Really, honestly, like, like so nice. I can't even believe it. All right. So wonderfully All right. nice. Really, a, and his wife as well. It's so awesome. Um, but there's that to say about Moscow Mules, and I will also say that the lime sticker. <laughs> was in my Moscow Mule, and they didn't give it to me for free. And I didn't demand a second one because I was like, "Listen, I just already drank it. Like it's our like I've had our, a sip already. Like yeah, and it's just a stick. Like it's just a sticker from the line, but it was still in there, right? And they should have given it to me for free. Yeah, that was not a satisfying experience. And you called our waiter over, William, William, and who was nervous at first, and then very, very comfortable by the end. <laughs> I mean, at first he was just, um, yeah, he didn't really know how to treat us. I think he thought we were there ironically, 
And we tried to make it really clear that we were there enthusiastically. (laughs) (laughs) And so I think that put him at ease. Yeah. And then he got a little too at ease. Yeah. Because then he came back and he said that he needed to see our IDs and his manager asked him to check our IDs, Uh which sounds a little weird to me. Like, Mm -hmm. is his manager watching? How can his manager even verify that he needed to check our IDs? So then he saw our IDs. And he said valid ID, too. Valid ID. He's like, okay, and then William. Lauren thought maybe she didn't have her wallet, and then she did, and then she handed over her ID, and he was like, oh, Illinois. My dad used to work in Illinois. Like, and Lauren was like, huh. And then he said, your hair looks good lighter. <laughs> and I said, what? <laughs> and he said, your hair looks good lighter. And you guys should talk about my hair day right now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess this is how I put it. (laughs) When we were in Bath and Body Works, Lauren had her leather jacket on. Her hair just looked kind of wild. Her bangs were going crazy. And so I said she looked like a rock star, and we agreed that she looked like Patti Smith. And then by the time that we were upstairs... And, uh, you know, what, were you wearing a gray, a nondescript gray sweater or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're sitting at Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> Suddenly the hair looked more like suburban mom. <laughs> but. Oh my God. So that's still with a special character of its own. Right, Absolutely. right, right. That's so funny, Becca. Oh my God. Well, is it or are you pissed at me? Not at, never. I could, I'm only pissed about my mall madness fantasy and I've already let that go. All right. right. <laughs> I do think that maybe we could still have it, but we could maybe go to Jersey and get like a days in on the side of the highway and do like a, once I get guns of the car back, we could go to like a, jer- a huge that's, Jersey mall. That's, we, can I, I, can, that? I can get some really good tips for that. And if anyone's listening right now who can send me some tips real housewives of bohemia at gmail.com what are the jersey malls that we need to go like to? the best the most awesome and when i say that awesome. you know what i mean no there are some no i know there are lots but what i'm saying is like it needs to be awesome in a very particular way yeah and i hope that everybody knows exactly what i mean yeah. without giving any detail i think they know i yeah. think they know like right and then we go to the diner yeah like, like and then we when we have a slumber party oh my god mm-hmm. it's a real Oh, I, I'm freaking out. It's a real housewives retreat. It's, I'm freaking the fuck out right now. I'm having my leg is shaking. Yeah, we have to. It's gonna have to be in like June or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It'll it'll be. I think summer is better. It's got to be better. Yeah, and maybe we, there's better. gonna be some other. And I'm type definitely of thing. gonna smoke cigarettes. Oh my god, I hope so. That yeah. will be great. I'm gonna start smoking cigarettes too. Yeah, it'll be menthols. Ooh. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm not gonna do that. But I'll do something. I'll wear a scrunchie. Okay. Can we get an outdoor pool at the days in? Or we have to get. We've got to do a lot. Of, we're gonna. You guys. You are gonna be so excited to know know about these plans. I cannot wait to get into this. Yeah. So is there anything else? To, I would just to say. Note. Oh well. The the, the food was, okay. The food. My potato wedges really let me down. I mean, there was a time where I will say this. In Madison, I would get potato wedges with cheese before I when I would go home drunk, and I got some with a bunch of people, and nobody got. I think Austin was there. And nobody got, other people got some stuff, but this one girl didn't get anything. And she yeah. kept eating out of my thing. And she was my friend Hallie. And I let her have one. I let her have two. I let her have three. She went in for the fourth. And I told her <laughs> oh, no. that if she took another one, she had, I was, she had to leave. 
That was the end of I was Hallie. like, you cannot stay. And I... And I'll tell you one thing. I've Hallie... never heard of her. She must have been axed out. No, no, she wasn't. We just haven't seen each other since Madison. And frankly, she was among the greatest and coolest people I've ever known. And we were just drunk. And she was just, you know, being my friend and eating my food. But yeah. I was such a lunatic that I was just like, literally, girl, you are going to have to leave my home if you touch my potatoes it that are fried sense. in it my cheese. Sense. But there was so, a really nice they weren't runner that, yeah. woman at oh, she was, BW3s who brought you some queso and she said was that what she loved was to eat them with, with the queso. queso. And I will say, in spite of William's... Um, Growing courage in, and comfort and comfort, least pretentious wait staff in yes. all of Brooklyn. Absolutely, you said that there, and I'm glad you brought it up again. Highly wonderful people. If you just want to relax, even the woman who sat us down and found out what we were going to order and said, "I'm staying away from you guys. I'm on a diet." That's right. Yeah. <laughs> she was like so cute and sweet. Really nice, really nice people, and they don't even treat you like your bitches who no. have, like come down to make fun of their place. Because we're actually not there to make fun. We of just it. wanted to eat fried cheese, cheese in a lot of ways, it, all sorts of different cheese. Yeah, and I'm gonna say this to every single person on the planet, except for our listeners and the fucking waitstaff at fucking BW3s. <laughs> you better run, motherfuckers.